You know, I think I've mentioned this before in a video, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say something here that I think anybody would mostly agree with, and I'm I'm assuming anybody that watches that I link this to will agree with it, and that is, you know, deep down, personally, I don't truly believe, and I'm being honest with you guys, shooting straight with you on this. I honestly don't believe Vince McMahon likes Ari Emanuel. Let's be honest. I mean, if he did like Ari Emanuel and everything, you know, <laughs> you know, he he wouldn't have to, you know, want to be part of this deal. Now, some could say that Ari Emanuel insisted that Vince be part of this. You know, you know, be part of the merger, you know, be on the executive board and everything as chairman. And that might be true, if not is true. But let's be honest. You know, let's be honest. What everybody has said about this deal going through his endeavor, you know, Vince didn't need to be part of. You know, he could have entrusted all of this happening to his daughter and to Nick Khan and to Triple H. And then maybe just bring him in to, you know, see, see the finalization and that's it. You know, he didn't need to be part of this. But he did become part of it. And why? Because as some people point out, it get, you know, in, from what they believe, it gets him back to full power. Or does it? Or does it get him back to full power? Because I think honestly, I think honestly that... He, in fact, did believe what others are believing. That, you know, this deal would get him back to full power. He would have full control over WWE once more. Probably more so than he's ever had. Although, he probably didn't expect that part of the deal would basically make him now, the, you know, make him now an employee. Not a boss, not an owner, but an employee. And this is why I truly believe, in my honest opinion, that he really doesn't like Ari Emanuel. You know, he probably liked him at first with his, because, hey, he's a fellow businessman. He understands where I'm coming from and everything. We probably, you know, they probably had some things in common and that's it. But let's be honest. There's no way he could truly, truly like this guy. Especially knowing the fact that this guy is going to be his boss. And that being his boss, he could override any decision he makes. I mean, do you think he likes the idea that, you know, even though he'll be an executive chairman, you know, on the TKO uh, board of directors and everything along with Mark Shapiro, do you think he likes the idea that Ari's making him share that position with somebody? No, he doesn't. Do you think he likes the idea that when this merger happens, that Nick Khan is going to be president of the company, thus basically being mostly the person that that one runs things like Vince used to, and somebody that actually likes to have people like Triple H creatively running things. Do you think he likes that idea? No, he doesn't. And by him not liking those kind of decisions that will become a reality, and on top of the fact that, again, He's going to now have to answer to somebody like Ari Emanuel. I don't think personally he really likes him. I really don't. And I think that's going to really play an integral part throughout this 
this new merger, this new endeavor, if you will, that, you know, they're going on. It's going to play an integral part. It really is. Now, now you might say, well, Dana White probably doesn't like Ari Emanuel. And that's true. Maybe Dana doesn't. But here's the thing. Dana is more, more understanding that, hey, he's in a position of power to where he can make the matches, he can make the events, he can book the bouts and everything, be the face of the company, while everything else is taken care of by other parties that know, you know, what they're doing in certain areas that they're being uh, put into. So he's more understanding, he's more with it, and he's more accepting of, okay, Ari Emanuel is my boss, and you know, I'm cool with that as long as he keeps, he lets me keep things as it is. Vince, Vince on the other hand, you know, is different than Dana White. Let's be honest. He is different. He's more, and let's be honest, more power hungry than anything. He's more vindictive than anybody else. I mean, let's, I, I, I mean, if I'm going to be truthful with you guys, I'm not going to deny that a lot of the negative changes we saw when he made his return, we can't hide the fact that that was him silently, and even Paul Levesque, Triple H, probably has to know this, that that was all Vince McMahon basically getting back at him, you know, and getting back at the company, getting back at the talent, getting back at the fans, for being happy that he was gone for a period of time because of what was going on you know, allegation-wise and all that. You know, so you could, you, you could tell just by what happened at that period that he's a very vindictive, vengeful individual. And he doesn't like basically, uh, he doesn't like basically being made fun of or basically having people excited that, oh, the ding-dong, the warlock's gone kind of thing, you know, shouted in his face or rubbed in his face. He doesn't like that. He really doesn't. So, you know, so there's no doubt that he is that kind of an individual, but he's all, and on top of that, he's also the kind of individual that doesn't like working for anybody else unless they're working for him. You know, he doesn't like having to answer to anybody. You know, the moment he bought his, bought the company from his father, he was, you know, basically he was now in the power to boss people all around. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't basically... You know, he, he basically wasn't somebody that wanted to be, you know, bossed around himself like he was previously with his father. You know, he want, now that he had power, he was going to basically start doing what he felt, you know, he believed was needed by bossing people around. Getting them to tell, get, you know, getting the opportunity to tell them what to do and how to do it. So, you can only imagine, you know, that, you know, you can only imagine that, you know, how he feels about the idea of, one, he's going to have to share his executive chairmanship with Mark Shapiro, you know, and he's going to be on a board with people that, you know, are half, that a majority of that board is going to be Endeavor-based, not WWE-based. It's like WWE's going to have their people, but Endeavor's going to have a majority of them. And you know that has to eat him alive. You know that's got to eat him alive because even with the people he may have on there that will side with him, 
you know, whatever gets decided on could get, you know, voted out of, you know, out of his favor. Like if he wants to do this and they say, well, let's do this and they do a vote and they go with the latter option, you know, instead of Vince's, you know, that's not going to make him happy. So to me, when I look at what's going on with Vince right now, you know, yes, he's not, you know, in a position of power because he's out with spinal surgery and the other lawsuits and, you know, litigations and stuff popping up. You know, I do agree. I do agree that is kind of, you know, giving us a rainbow to look at and smile at with the, with, with the way the product is being presented. I will agree with that. But you can't tell me that maybe Ari Emanuel is not looking at that and saying, hey, this is pretty good, you know, and everything. Maybe we should keep it this way. Because even if, because let, let's be honest, let's be honest. I will say this, even if Vince, you know, wasn't supposed to do anything, you know, uh, physically or anything or do any kind of work, period, you know, you... I'll be honest, Vince is the kind of guy that will find a way to do it. He'll find a way to do, make things happen in his favor. So you can't tell me that maybe Ari Emanuel is like, hey, you just heal up, let your son-in-law and Nick Khan and their team handle things for right now. You can't tell me that's not eat, that didn't eat him alive if Ari Emanuel told Vince, hey, as your future boss, if not your impending boss, I'm telling you right now, I'm ordering you right now, heal up. And when you're ready to come back, come back. But for right now, let your son, your son-in-law, and his team, and Nick Khan, do what they got to do. You can't tell me that doesn't eat him alive. It doesn't eat him alive and doesn't make his, I guess you could say, disdain, his real-life disdain for Ari Emanuel even more, you know, potent and, prom and prominent than what it already is. So, to me... You know, so to me, honestly, I think this is going to be a very strenuous, you know, uh, partnership. It's going to be a very strenuous uh, merger. And mostly, it's going to be a very strenuous board of directors making decisions and all that, especially with two executive chairmen, you know, representing two different sides. And one of the sides being represented, Mark Shapiro's side, basically having more voting power because of the because of the majority members they have more so than WWE. And I think anybody watching or listening to this, you know, knows that to be a fact. So I think when this is all said and done, you know, merger comes to be within a month or so, according to what they're saying, I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling that's when we're going to start. It may take time because Vince may still be on, be out on medical leave. But I guarantee you, as time rolls on and he does get back into to working power, that you're going to start seeing, uh, you're going to start seeing basically, you know, the, the paint be chipped away, the mask being removed, and you're going to start hearing stories and reports of disarray in that, in that board of directors. You're going to hear about disagreements between Shapiro and McMahon. You can hear about disagreements between McMahon and Emmanuel. You know, you might even start hearing things about, you know, power struggles, like McMahon maybe trying to manipulate his way into taking over. You know, you'll start hearing those kind of things start to perpetrate, you know, and, you know, as time goes on with this partnership. You will. 
And mostly that'll also stem from the fact that, as I've said before, because Vince is going to be part of this as an executive chairman, you know, despite how people feel about it, you know, because they can believe what they want and that's fine. Vince is not creatively going to have as much power as he used to, be, you know, and that's a fact. I mean, basically what you're getting now, you're going to get a majority of that, you know, from here on in, even after the merger. You are. You're going to get a majority of that, you know, uh, without, you know without hesitation. I mean, you might have Vince try to sprinkle in his influence here and there, but it won't be as prominent as it is now. And I think that, too, will be an instrument that will be played aid, as an instrument of destruction or an impending destruction between Emmanuel, McMahon, Shapiro, and the board of directors. And basically, long story short, you know, the true feelings that McMahon has for them will come out. Because, again, he's going to be answering to a boss. He's going to have someone to answer to as a boss. And if this boss says, hey, you're not going to be involved in creative anymore. This is where your main priorities are going to be here at the board. You know, that's not going to sit well with him if he wants to try to dig his way back into creative like some are feeling he's going to try to do. But what do you guys think? Do you think as soon as merger comes out that we'll start seeing everything I've said? We'll start seeing the disarray, the dissension. You know, the, you know, the play for power and everything. And do you think, you know, eventually uh, Emmanuel and Shapiro and the board are going to see the true colors of McMahon? What are your thoughts? You know, give me your th what are your thoughts on that? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Also, check me out at my BW Rose's Discussions podcast, and I'll talk to you all later.